Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Ashley. And this is The, the Hoot! Hoot, hoot. <laughs> this is the podcast where we talk about all things movies, TV shows, podcasts, and so on. We wanted to start this podcast so we could share our intense, weird, and controversial conversations about everything with the world. So sit back, grab your water, or coffee, <laughs> and listen <laughs> to The, the Hoot! Hoot. <laughs> Neville. So we have a cat in the background today that's gonna be mad at us for not letting him go outside. Yeah. Just so you guys know. What's up, Doc? So, Ashley, what have you been up to this week? Well, school. Yeah. What else? Crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did we do on Sunday? Sunday we had um, another crafting party at Claire's, but also it was just like uh, Claire's husband John was going to be gone, so we were going to keep her company, and we watched National Treasure, and we had good food, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. Mm-hmm. I just like being in Claire's house because it's very comfortable and her cats are just the cutest. Yes. I, okay, this is probably going to make some people upset, including you. Mm. I really enjoyed Claire's beef stroganoff more than I enjoyed Mommy's kind. I think it's only just because I don't like the look of, Mm -hmm. like, the original, like, gravy type thing i like not being able to see it and like having that sort of like thin type of gravy it makes it more appealing to me so like when i'm eating it it tastes better because Mm -hmm. appeal like i appeal is affecting it like when i'm eating the other beef stroganoff which i would usually never ever eat Mm -hmm. i couldn't like i try not to look at it when i'm eating it because i can't think about that I don't know. It's just it's just a weird thing. Not I, that mommy's is bad. It's yeah. very good. I just think I enjoyed eating Claire's better because I could see that it wasn't mm-hmm. like a gravy. I think the thing I liked better was the meat fell more apart when you were mm-hmm. eating it. It mm-hmm. tasted more like the um, slow cooked beef mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. rather than. I mean, when mommy makes it, she doesn't slow cook the beef, mm-hmm. so. That's the only thing that I, like, I guess liked better, uh-huh. but I still prefer mommy's just because uh-huh. I like the creaminess of it, yeah. even though it does make me sick because I'm a little lactose intolerant, yeah. so. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, I, I really actually enjoyed that. Okay. Um, and the Oreo balls. We yes. made Oreo balls again, and that See, was really good. See, I'm watching my calories and stuff, and I ate two Oreo balls. They're so good. And I was just like, they're really good. I just, I feel bad when I'm eating them. Yeah. So. Um, and then today, both at you and I um, went and got the COVID-19 vaccine. Yep. Yay. Tech, actually, everyone in our family. Yeah, so, so we're all good. Yeah. Um, when they asked me... Um, the lady asked me, do you know anybody that's gotten the vaccine? And I was like, well, the guy who was sitting right here, right before me, that was my brother. And then my mom came earlier today. <laughs> no, I was wondering if, like, they would hear the name Benton and, like, yeah, recognize it, but nobody did. And I was like, oh. <laughs> well, Ryan um, and I went to the same girl, so oh, okay. it could have been. Yeah. Like, you just, <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. There were a lot of people there. Yeah, there were. 
Um, and I, I did talk to one worker and she, I, I was like, um, so do you, all of you guys have to get vaccinated to work here? And she's like, no, we get the option. And then I asked if she was there all day and she said yes. Mm. So they were, or at least a lot of them were there like the yeah. entire day. Well, when we got there, we were scheduled for one fifteen to one thirty, mm-hmm. and so I assumed like, okay, we'll get it like probably right at one fifteen, and yeah. then sit there for fifteen minutes, and then it'll be one thirty, so mm-hmm. we'll leave. But um, we didn't get the vaccines until one. Well, no, we didn't even get in line mm-hmm. until one thirty, mm-hmm. and then when I sat down to wait my fifteen minutes. My time that I could leave was 204. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it took a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. I think they were held back a little bit. Yeah. So Well, no, I think the time frame is more for this is the time that you can come. Yeah. So, like, you need to be here between mine was 3 and 315. Yeah, I just mean, like, like when we finally got in line, mm-hmm. it was 130. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was, like... Okay. And I felt like the people in front of me... Mine wasn't busy time, too. Yeah. So. The people in front of me were definitely, like, for the um, earlier time before mm-hmm. us, because when they were, like, checking us off, there were only, like, two other people that were checked off mm-hmm. for our time slots, so... But anyway, yay! We yay. are half vaccinated. Yay! <laughs> dose, dose will come in February. Dose, dose. <laughs> <laughs> um... So I'm wondering, like, um, this is kind of going on a tangent, sorry, mm-hmm. but I'm wondering when, like, since we're getting it because we work mm-hmm. at Green Place, which is an assisted living home, mm-hmm. but, like, when are, like, teachers going to get it? I don't know. We're supposed to be in that same category. Like, the one um, that we're in right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, but... I was going to say, like, I kind of like, feel like they should come next. No, yeah. So, like... It's the same category, but, like, they're still doing, like, okay, people who are working in a healthcare situation, they need to be first. Yeah. So, it's, like, even our facility was confused on when we could even get yeah. it. Like, mommy, I feel like, they found We found out of, the, yesterday that we could get it. Yeah. So. so, like, it's just, it's been day, like, just, like, every other day we don't know what's going on Mm -hmm. and um i was talking to my superintendent because i also signed up for the vaccine through school just in case we were able to get it before Mm -hmm. evergreen place so i emailed her and said hey i'm gonna go get the vaccine today so i don't need it through the school anymore and i was like sorry if this makes more work for you and all that stuff i just want to make sure i get it sooner rather than later um and she's like oh it's okay we i know that it's like every day changes Mm -hmm. so Um, But just thanks for letting me know and I'll get you off the list and all that stuff. So they're not quite sure when the teachers are going to start to be able to get it. Um, But again, we have the option to do it. Yeah. Um, No, a lot of people keep asking me, like, if it's optional. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, But I want to get it. (laughs) And, um, you know, I had a conversation with Claire last night Mm -hmm. when we were at work. And she was kind of like, you're going to be really tired. You're going to feel really sick. Um, I already do. <laughs> well, and so I, I was actually kind of like psyched out today when I was mm-hmm. going and she, mm-hmm. I asked her like, do you think, I, and she hasn't gotten it. Mm-hmm. She, this is just from what she's heard. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, do you think I'm going to be able to go to the gym afterwards? Cause like, I was like, I want to just go straight to the gym after mm-hmm. I get the vaccine. And she's like, no, you're going to be so tired and you're going to feel so sick. I feel absolutely fine. I went to the Same. gym afterwards. I 
actually did a longer workout than usual. Yeah. Like, I feel fine. And then I talked to um, my friend Alex, who does who works in a hospital, and um, she said that she didn't get it. She hasn't gotten it, mm-hmm. but her coworkers um, that did get it, she said the first shot, you don't really feel anything. Mm-hmm. The second shot is when you feel sick. Okay. So, I mean, it does, like, we did get, you know a paper that says you may have symptoms and it's all mm-hmm. of this stuff you may feel sick blah 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 mm-hmm. um but my friend who works in a hospital said that that won't happen until your second your second one okay unless you're allergic to something in yeah it, so mm-hmm. but yeah. i still I think it was I'm a not, good idea yeah i'm not really worried I yeah don't care <laughs> yeah i mean my immune system is good enough mine is not that <laughs> i I don't know, like, if I get sick. Yeah. Right now, I'm saying, like, I don't care. And then later when I'm sick, I'm going to be like, what the hell, why did I say Um, But I'm not saying that I am going to be. I'm just, like, meh. Yeah. I I mean, it's just like if I was to get the smallpox vaccine when I was a baby. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't want to get the smallpox. The The thing that people talk about with this one is they, there hasn't been as much research on it. But that's because we've only been... Yeah. We've had it for a year. But, That's I mean, it. looking at the ingredients and... And it's a 90-something percent rate. Yeah. That it's... I feel like I am a good person to first get it and then discuss with my friends That's what I said how to I my co-teachers it. today. I was like, I'm going to be the guinea pig, yeah. so if I get sick, I'll let you know. Yeah. And then you'll feel better if you don't have to get yeah. it or whatever. I mean, it's probably different for everybody, but yeah. so... But anyway... That was... Yeah, sorry, tangent. But, uh, off that subject, uh-huh. um, I got a job. Yay! Which I would ha- don't get to start yet, but <laughs> I um, applied to Olive Garden, my Yay. favorite restaurant, and I got the job. Yay. So I'm really excited because I love waitressing, and um, I'm still going to work at Evergreen Place part-time. Uh, I just have to hear back from Olive Garden to see when I can actually start so mm-hmm. that I can tell my boss at Evergreen Place, like, hey, um, this is when I can work. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm really happy. Yay. Really excited. Yeah. I called them today and said I finished all my orientation stuff. Mm-hmm. And they, well, there's like pre orientation stuff. That's what I finished. Mm-hmm. Orientation is when I actually go in and get trained. So, okay. but. They were like, oh, yay, have, have, oh, has anyone told you when to come in yet? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> so I'm guessing, because they told me that I won't come in to get trained until a week before they're supposed to open. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing they're supposed to open soon. Okay, that's good. So, yeah. Um, did, what did you say to Applebee's? I didn't even <laughs> call them back. Oh, okay. <laughs> they left me a voicemail, uh-huh. and so I didn't say but anyway, last night when I was at work at Evergreen Place, I got a phone call and I wasn't with my phone and um, they left a voicemail and I just, you know how like on your voicemail you can like read the voicemail? Mm-hmm. The I read it and it said like, hi, it's Applebee's. We want you to come in for an interview. And I was like, oh my gosh. I'm sorry, Applebee's. <laughs> I'm sorry. My favorite restaurant. I got a job there. Mm-hmm. So, oh, but yeah. I'm excited to start working there. Yeah. I have like an old, old friend that we haven't talked in a very long time that works there, that we went to church camp together. So, Ooh. Nathan. Oh, he works at Olive Garden? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, I don't know. I, if, feel like- 
I don't know if he still works there. Oh, okay. But, mm-hmm. I mean, he could. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Everyone cool. else, I don't know. Except mm-hmm. for the two people I met when I went mm-hmm. <laughs> for my interview. So, um, anything else that you've been up to? Um, you've been reading Outlander, but yeah. we can talk about that next. I've been reading Outlander. It's so good. I got the paperback books. I ordered all of them. They were expensive, but I don't care. And they're beautiful, and it <laughs> makes me happy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've been reading that. But also, I still have the third book on my phone. So, like, mm-hmm. today, when I was waiting for like to leave for the yeah. vaccine, I was reading on my phone still. Um, I don't think I'm going to get, like, buy the online versions of 4 through I mean, you however have them. Because so. I have them on paperback, but, like, also there's a part of me that's like, but what if I don't have my book with me? Just carry it everywhere. I have my phone. But, like, today I wasn't going to bring my book in to school. You know how thick that oh, is? Oh, in there. It's a thick book. Yeah, but <laughs> they are this big. I mean, you can just have your bag with you and have it in your but, bag. But, like, that's just so much to carry. Okay. I don't even like carrying my actual purse. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, anyway, so I've been reading that. Um, I had my evaluation for school today. Um, did they evaluate you well? They did, but I don't know what he said. I mean, I'm assuming it went okay. They were like, was, we don't like her. She doesn't do art well. Yeah. I was just, I don't know. It wasn't like... We were at the end of a, we're at the other end of a lesson for seventh grade because yeah. this is their last week with me, mm-hmm. and so we're just finishing up a bunch of stuff and like getting students caught up on work. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of boring to like be sitting in there right now. And yeah, so, and, and it's not like it needs to be entertaining for them, but yeah. like it just makes me feel like they're not seeing what I can actually do. Yeah, well they I probably know things. that. I know. And so. the, la- the his first um, evaluation of me was a lot more mm-hmm. information, so it's fine. Okay. I just don't like doing all that stupid stuff. It's okay. It's fine. You gotta. Gotta. Ah, there's good news tonight. So what have you been watching or listening to slash reading? Um, I mean, reading Outlander. Yes. Um, I was watching Outlander. I finished season two. But and I'm what's not that on, by the way? It's on Netflix, but then it's also on the Stars app. Mm. Um, it on- Netflix only has seasons one through three. Um, and then Claire said that she'd let me borrow her Stars app whenever I get to seasons four through whatever. Okay. Um, but I think I'm not going to watch the show until I'm done with the books now because starting actually in season two, Mm -hmm. they change it a lot, Mm -hmm. um, from the book and I'm a big, I don't want spoilers person. Yeah. So, um, I finished book two before I started watching season two because it started out being all weird Mm -hmm. and like not how it was in the book. And I was like, um, so it didn't ha- give me too many spoilers, but I was still like, no! <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think I'm gonna read the books all the way through before I start watching again. Um, but besides that, I've only really been watching Bewitched and Bob's Burgers at night. Um, I haven't been watching too much other okay. things. Because I got school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're busy. Yeah. 
The um, national treasure. <laughs> yeah. So I was waiting to tell you this until uh-huh. we were on the podcast. But last night I read chapter one of Outlander because you Ashley gave me her paperback books of one yes. and two because I'm going on vacation soon. And so I was like, I want a book to read. And so um, it's really good. Yes. I mean, you haven't gotten to it. Yeah. But you just read chapter one. I, You're not even close to I the was great like, stuff. <laughs> I was kind of bored at the very, very beginning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just need to get through chapter one because obviously her and Claire love it. So it's probably going to get exciting. And, like, by the end, I was like, okay, that's kind of like a a cliffhanger, mm-hmm. What know. did it, chapter one end with? Um, the couple, they were, like, Frank and Claire, is that their mm-hmm. names? They were, like, he was like, oh, did you cheat on me during the war? And mm-hmm. she was like, how could you? I would never cheat on you. Mm-hmm. And then she was, like, laying in bed, like, oh, wait, what if he cheated on me? Mm-hmm. And that was it. Yeah. Okay. And there was, like, a guy standing outside their window. Yes. Which... I was kind of like, okay, is this, like, going to turn into a ghost story? No. Because I'm down for it. But, no. <laughs> like, that doesn't sound like something Ashley would be into. So oh, you're going to... You're it's just... You got to keep reading. I'm oh going to keep so reading. so excited. I, I definitely was like, I want to start it while I'm at home rather mm-hmm. than, like, on the plane because mm-hmm. what if I don't like it? <laughs> you're going to like it. It's, so. it's just... It's, it's so good. Yeah. I'm just so excited for you to I keep saying watch it. Read it. <laughs> Uh, like right now, cause I started reading while I was at the vaccine plate or the FCI yeah. center and like right now I'm like, I want to, I want to read right now. Yeah. I don't want to be doing this. I want to get back to my book. Well, I'm sorry, but <laughs> no, um, it's okay. We have to. I know. I'm and just saying that there's a part of my brain that's like, okay, let's go. That was like <laughs> me all throughout like junior high mm-hmm. and high school with any book I was reading. Me too, with Harry Potter. Definitely. Which. I miss that, but... Well, this definitely reinstated my love of reading, so this might do the same thing. I mean, Harry Potter definitely did, Mm because I read that recently, Mm -hmm. Um, but I wasn't as obsessed Mm -hmm. as I was, like, in high school and junior Mm -hmm. high, because I think it's because I was in college, and so Mm -hmm. it was like, okay, I have to, like, pace myself for one Mm -hmm. thing, because I have other things to do. Um, and like, yes, in junior high and high school, you had other things to do, but we were fairly smart and mm-hmm. could get through our homework Yeah. during the school day. So then mm-hmm. we could read after that. So mm-hmm. I would read pretty much every single class. Yeah. I'd finish books in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know. But anyway, um, I've been watching a family guy at night and Honestly, like, it's becoming one of my favorite shows. Really? Yeah. Like, have you watched it besides, like, like just occasionally watching no. it with people? Mm-mm. It's so funny. Yeah. And, like, it's definitely... Uh, it's definitely, like, a... I don't know. A smart comedy mm-hmm. show, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, people always compare it to The Simpsons, and The Mm -hmm. Simpsons is a smart comedy show Mm -hmm. made by, like, mathematicians and Mm -hmm. stuff, but I would say Family Guy is pretty similar to that. Um, Anyway, I am really loving it, and uh, this is, like, my second time rewatching it, Mm -hmm. even though I haven't seen technically every moment because I fall asleep to it, Mm -hmm. but, yeah. 
And then another show that I binged the other night until 4 a.m. And then I didn't watch the last episode because it was 4 a.m. And I was like, if I watch this hour-long episode right now, it'll be 5 a.m. And Mm -hmm. then it'll be morning. Mm -hmm. So I have one episode left. But it's the docuseries The Keepers, Mm -hmm. which I heard about on um, a podcast that I was listening to. A girl did, like, her case on it, her true case on the story that the keepers goes through and then I was like okay she kept saying like oh there's so much more information like in this docuseries like you need to watch it if you're interested so basically it is about a nun who is murdered and um they think like the police think it was like a serial killer um because there was another young girl that was pretty that was murdered at the, around the same time um in the same town but then um like 20 years later this girl comes forward and she is known as Jane Doe until mm-hmm. a certain point when she reveals mm-hmm. herself and she um accuses one of the priests at the school that the nun worked at mm-hmm. of um sexual assault and abuse mm-hmm. um upon her and she then says that Basically, the reason she came forward 20 years later is because she had repressed memories of it. Mm. So she didn't even realize that that had happened to her. Yeah. She knew that there was, like, inappropriate stuff happening, but she didn't remember any of it until, like, 20 years later. Mm -hmm. And um, so, like, as it's going and as she's, like, figuring all this out, she's like, first, I'm going to go to my priest and talk about it. Mm. And so she does that first. And they're like oh, well, you can't really do anything. You can't really get him... Because he was still a priest, this mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the priest that she was talking to was like, you can't really get him out of the priesthood or like arrested or anything like that um, unless you have another person who he did this to. Mm. And then the same thing happened when she went to the cops. They were like, well, we can't really say that this happened unless you find another person who said it's hap- it happened. Mm. And then eventually, another girl comes forward. Oh, good. And they have a case against this guy. Mm-hmm. And they lose. Ugh. How? Well, part of it is they were saying like, oh, well, there's no hardcore evidence. It's just mm. these memories of these people. Mm-hmm. And... Um, And it's just their testimonies. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, two people, Mm -hmm. plus, once they come forward, a bunch of other people start coming Mm -hmm. forward. And so, part of it, like, the reason they lost is, I believe, because of the Catholic Church and the lawyers that they used Mm -hmm. to intimidate these girls Mm -hmm. while they were on the stand, even though they did do a good job. Mm -hmm. Um, But then also it was just kind of hard to believe for some people that this would be something that would be going on for so long mm-hmm. in a school. So anyway, it was just like, it was crazy. And it, I want to know what happens in the last episode because still, like, there's no... And also, okay, so anyway, the nun that passed away. Mm-hmm. Basically, this girl who came forward said she has this repressed memory of the priest bringing her to her teacher, this nun went to her dead body and Mm. saying this is what happens when you say bad things about people Mm. because she had told her what had happened and she remembers like maggots being on her face Mm. and like brushing them off yes so 
that's like how it connects to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the police are like, maggots couldn't be, couldn't have been at during that time um, of the year. They couldn't have uh, been there. Mm-hmm. And then like later on, they found out that the the week it was unusually warm, so they could have been. And it was just like, okay, do your jobs. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> so. That's a little true crime tangent mm. of a really good docu-series that I watched. Mm. Um, you should watch it. Mm-mm. Not you, but listeners should. I talked to Claire about it because she also likes true crime. Mm. And she said when it first came out, which was a couple of years ago, she watched it. So, mm. um, yeah. Neville has something white on his I know. nose. I want to get him to Neville. come over here. <laughs> Neville. Neville. Come here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> It looks like it's almost like a nose ring or something. I know. Neville got his septum pierced. Yep. Okay. Do you love the Hoot Podcast? Do you want to hear more of our lovely voices? Do you want to be more involved in the creation of our show? Well, wait no longer, because the Hoot Podcast is on Patreon. Yes, if you go to patreon.com slash thehootpodcast, you can become a little hoot for $3 a month or a hooter for $5 a month. This program not only helps us to create more content, but it helps us to improve our show over time for you all. You also get so many cool incentives for joining. Yeah, you get a shout out on our show. You get exclusive content like bonus episodes and videos of us. And you get a handmade gift from one of us, probably me, Ashley. (laughs) So join our Owlery now to to get all of that and more. Thank you. And back to the hoot. Hoot! Okay, so, Ashley, what is our episode this week? The Mandalorian Season 1. Season 1. We will be doing Season 2 next week. Yes. Um, But first, we will do Season 1. So, if you have seen uh, the first season, but not the second, then listen to this and don't listen to the next one. Yeah. Uh, I don't really think there's... I mean, if you've, like, gone on the internet at all, there's obviously spoilers. Yeah. Um, But... I don't really think there's, like, too many spoilers from us. Plus, I'm assuming that if you've watched, or if you've wanted to watch The Mandalorian, you've probably watched it already. And if you want to watch The Mandalorian, but you don't really care about it, then, yeah, I don't think you'll care. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, if you haven't seen it yet, you probably don't care about spoilers, Mm -hmm. but I honestly don't think there are many Mm -hmm. during this, um... Mostly, you'll understand more if you have you have seen it. Yeah. Season one, at least. Yeah. So, um, I have a synopsis for yeah. us. Um, and it's very short. So, okay. sorry about that. I can add a little bit of my own. Um, but this one is from IMDb. Okay. So, The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. We follow the travels of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy far from the authority of the New Republic. So the Mandalorian is a part of the Mandalore um, religion, Mm -hmm. which we learn a little bit of that in the first season. Um, Basically, they 
Can you explain, like, their religion or religious beliefs at all? Nope. Yeah. I can't either. Um, I'm mostly, not that deep mostly they Wars, don't. unfortunately. I yeah. apologize to the fan people out there. They don't show their faces, mm-hmm. um, and uh, their allegiance is to other Mandalorians, but honestly is to no one else. Mm-hmm. So. They kind of yeah. make up their own rules. Yeah. But also, they have very specific roles. Yeah. Um, Goes back and forth. Yes. Uh, you learn a couple more of those roles in season two, but season one, um, you really just know that he's not supposed to show his face um, to another being. Mm-hmm. Uh, you learn that he can show his face to droids since mm-hmm. they are not living beings, but um, no one else. So, uh, part of this that is not added in this synopsis is that um at the beginning of the mandalorian's travels he uh is set out to find a um a child he doesn't know it's a child he basically is a bounty hunter Mm -hmm. and this is his bounty and he gets to it and realizes that it is a baby of a creature creature that we don't know and well we know that it is Yoda's, uh, Yoda's, uh, I don't know, genealogy. He's a, he's a creature that is it's the same like as Yoda. Yoda. It's baby Yoda. So everybody calls it's it, not baby Yoda. Everybody calls him baby Yoda, um, but that is technically not his name. Yes. Um, in the show, they call him the child mm-hmm. because I think that's the easiest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, without but, saying baby Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> so... The Mandalorian finds the child and realizes that um, the he people that he, well, the people that he is supposed to give them to are evil, and he's like, you know what, I'm gonna take it in my own hands and take this child to where he belongs, mm-hmm. and has to figure out that, and that's why he goes on this journey. Yeah. So, that is my synopsis. Yay! <laughs> Would you like to give us a cast and director? Yeah. So, the director of The Mandalorian, um, we have um, many different directors. But um, the main director. The main director slash creator is Jon Favreau. Um, and he is the guy who is happy in the Marvel Universe. He also was he, the director of Elf. Yes. Which we talked about um, a couple weeks ago. And he also just does a bunch of other stuff. Um, he is like super cool i mean that's why i wouldn't say he's the director he's the writer he's the creator um because we have one two three four five well he's the main seven eight nine nine directors and he's only directed one episode he's the main director though so 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 let me explain this he's the main director but he has people come in to direct specific episodes yeah it's just like the office yes with the one guy yes but yeah so he is the main director yeah that's what i was trying to but get i'm at. saying there's more directors i know are part of this i know show business is weird yeah it is anyway it's not so the mandalorian is played by pedro pascal and he is in other things um i know that uh, my boyfriend likes him in game of thrones he's also in the kingsman and some other stuff um he's really cool then there's cara dune who's like his companion for a couple of episodes 
Um, her name is Gina Carano. Carano. Yes. Can't read today. Carano. 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 Um, she is like. At first, she's like kind of like a bounty hunter, like he is, but also like a she sheriff. She used to be. A um, sheriff. She used to be on um, Alderaan, yes. that planet, and it got exploded. Got exploded. It got exploded. Um, and she, during this season at least, um, kind of teams up with Mandalorian mm-hmm. to help him with the child. Um, then we have Moff Gideon, who is our bad guy throughout most of season one and two mm-hmm. um and he's played by gianna carlo esposito um we have esposito. yeah um one of the droids who's in five episodes is played by chris barkslet um the droid's name is ra-7 droid and that's the nursing droid from season yes. one correct yeah i think okay. so um he also has a slash so i'm assuming he's in other he plays other he voices probably voices other droids um then we have Grief Karga, um, which is uh, Carl Weathers. Um, he's played by Carl Weathers. Um, he is another one of the closer companions to help with the child. He was also a part of like the bounty hunter esque world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's like he like finds bounties to yeah. give out to bounty, to bounty hunters. hunters. Yeah. Um, then we have Kuili, um, and there's. A performance artist, and then there's also like the voice of him. Mm-hmm. Um, so the performance artist is Misty Rosas, and then the voice of him is Nick Nolte. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Dr. Pershing, is played by Omid Abatahi. Boba Fett is in season two. Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> I'm just reading down the list right now. Um, there's a couple of other ones. There's the client. He's also one of the bad guys in season one. He's played by Werner Herzog. Um, the, we have Zero, I'm mentioning. He's also a droid, and he's played by Richard Iode, and he is from the IT crowd. Um, and that's all I'm gonna mention, except for where's that one lady? Romero? Who? Who are you talking about? The one lady. Thank you, that helps. The lady who is on the planet. Omera. She, is that her name? Where yes. is she? Julia Jones. Julia Jones. Scroll down a little bit. Uh, or scroll up. Julia Under Jake Canavale and above Rosario Dawson. Who we will get to in Julia Jones. There she is. Got it. Yeah, she's in an episode. <laughs> Thanks, Ashley. You're welcome. <laughs> There's a lot of characters in yes. here, and they play them like once. I feel like a lot of the side characters in here, it's like one and done. Um, you don't really mm-hmm. get to meet anybody else besides the Mandalorian and a couple of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, one other person that I didn't mention is. He's pretty famous, and I can't think of him. I probably said it. The one guy. He was in the episode we just watched. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Yeah, he was, he's in this, and then he makes his another appearance in season two. Mm-hmm. Um, Mayfield. Yeah, so just a lot of people going on. Yes. Yeah. Um, our mother's coming in, so we will pause to yes. 
let her come in. So, um, what would be your favorite main slash side character? So, for the main characters, I just went off of um, the child and the Mandalorian. So, I have to choose between them? I mean, <laughs> that's why I kind of said... they're both on my list. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're literally the only two characters yeah. that matter in this entire series i mean that's not true everyone matters everyone matters but (laughs) these are the only two that we care about and that Uh, we are always rooting for i care about from the very beginning (laughs) i mean the only other one on my list is cara dune yeah so i guess let's just and i'm gonna tell you this and i'm gonna tell you this is that i didn't know her name until I looked it up. No, here's the thing. I didn't know any of these characters' names because <laughs> no. you don't really think of. Mm-mm. They don't really say their they names. They introduce that often. themselves once, and then that's it. You yeah. don't hear anything else, and so it's very. You're just like, oh, it's that one guy. Oh, yeah. it's that one girl. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know her. Oh, it's Carl. Carl Weathers is. Oh back. yeah, it's okay. Carl Weathers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So side characters. Let's just do that from season Why? one. Why? Because we but, just said that our but, favorite main characters are... Well, I'm already done. I said Cara Dune, the Child, and Mandalorian. Oh, well, I have more. Okay. So, <laughs> I have Cara Dune as well on uh-huh. my list. Um, and then I like Grief Karga, who mm-hmm. is Carl Weathers. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly liked him from the beginning, mm-hmm. even though he was kind of bad, mm-hmm. but... I mean, everybody was kind of like, okay, he's bad, but then mm-hmm. he gets good. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I liked him from the beginning, though, because I kind of was like, I feel like he's good. I feel like he has a good side, and he's just kind of in this business because he has to be mm-hmm. to make ends meet. And then my other uh, favorite side character is Kuil, mm-hmm. um, who is the guy who says, I have spoken, mm-hmm. um, and he... Um, changes the one droid into a nursing droid for Mm -hmm. the child which is cute yes Mm -hmm. um i just really like him and i was really sad um that well spoilers he does not come back in season two um because of reasons not even as a ghost jedi yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so i mean i would love if there's something with him Mm -hmm. in the future but uh we can get to that later Mm -hmm. So, are you ready for my fun facts? So, these are really um, basic fun facts. Not necessarily... A lot of them aren't necessarily about season one in particular. Um, so, next week we'll, we'll be doing something other than fun facts. Uh, spoiler for next week. But... Um, Yes, so for now, I don't think there's anything that's specific to season two, so we don't have to really worry about that. Okay. Okay, so during the first episode, when the bounty is looking through the carbonite bounties, so the bounty hunter is looking uh-huh. through the different carbonite um, of the bounty uh-huh. bounties that they have gotten, uh-huh. one of them is George Lucas. Oh, cool. Yes. So I really want to go back to that first episode yeah. and just look at that scene. Um, just so I can find him. Yeah. Um, okay. According to Dave Filoni, there was one scene 
that required a large number of stormtroopers. I'm guessing that's one of the creators, by the way, Dave Filoni. Probably. Um, so there was one scene that they needed a lot of stormtroopers, but they didn't have enough costumes for it. Uh-huh. So they ended up drafting members of the 501st Legion Fan Club who specialize in making their own storm slash slash clone trooper cosplays. That's so fun. (laughs) (laughs) And that was something that I was like, oh, that looks, that's really cool. And Mm -hmm. sometimes when I do fun facts, I, you know, I mean, every time I go to different sites and like make sure this is a true fact. Mm -hmm. Um, This one was on every single site that I found talking about it. So Mm -hmm. that one's definitely a true fun fact Mm -hmm. about this show. Okay, so this was something that I did not know and I was kind of upset about. Mm. And I will explain why. Mm -hmm. So, a December 2019 Vulture article drew attention to the question of how often the masked actor on screen in full body costume as the Mandalorian is Pedro Pascal Mm. instead of one of the credited Mandalorian doubles, Brendan Wayne and Latif Crowder. With Pascal's voice performance dubbed in. Mm -hmm. Since the actors collaborate to keep movement consistent, the audience is unlikely to be able to tell without behind-the-scenes info. Notably, Pascal does not appear on screen as the Mandalorian at all in Season 1. The, um, not Season 1. At all in the episode, uh, Chapter 4, Sanctuary. So, that is the one with the, um planet where we meet Cara Dune. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, so you're saying he doesn't, he's, he's not, not the Mandalorian until that episode? No, he or he isn't in that episode. He isn't in that episode. Okay. He is just voicing in that okay. episode. Um, so he didn't act in any of that. The reason that makes me upset is because like we don't, I didn't even know that there were more. Yeah, That there I were doubles. Either. I mean, it makes sense but even though it says that they are credited, mm-hmm. going through IMDb, I cannot find them anywhere. Mm-hmm. So They're probably way at the bottom of yeah. the list. Yeah, and so that kind of makes me upset for them because yeah. obviously they do a lot of work with mm-hmm. that, um, with Pascal not even being in a full episode mm-hmm. besides voicing it. So, um, But also, I wanted to say like they do a fantastic job, it's, and that episode in particular was one where I noticed, like, how much emotion he could put through Mm -hmm. just through body language because you can't see his face, Mm -hmm. you know? So that was, like, the first episode that I was like, wow, this is a really, like, Mm acting-filled show. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just thought that was really cool. Okay, so Gina Carano plays Cara Dune. Um... She initially believed that she would be playing the role of a female Wookiee <laughs> and was actually surprised that her face would be seen within the series, which honestly, I really hope that they put a female Wookiee in this yeah, series. Cool. Like that would be really cool to have, but um it was strange cuz later on, I don't believe I put this in. No, I did not put it in the fun facts, okay. but later on I found out that um when John Favreau was creating the series. Mm-hmm. He had this character specifically picked out for Gina Carano. So mm. I was like, I wonder why she thought oh. that that was who she was going to be playing. Maybe it was just a mix up with the casting. Yeah, it could and have been her agent or something. <clears throat> Maybe. Okay, so 
The Mandalorian utilizes a new kind of technology that allows filmmakers to use virtual sets and real-time rendering to basically give actors the feeling that they are shooting on location. Mm. Creator and executive producer John Favreau mm-hmm. used similar technology while filming The Lion King. So the settings that you're seeing them in um, are what the actors feel that they're um, being like shooting on, even though they aren't filming on um, like in that location, in that real location. Okay. So it's like a green screen, but for yeah. like the whole set. Okay. I don't know how the technology works. I'm not very either. smart, so. <laughs> okay. Know. So we're going to the child or baby Yoda. Yay! It is. And this was a question that I had because I was always like, I wonder like what the guy's actually holding, like what, what yeah. the Mandalorian is actually holding when mm-hmm. they are filming. So the baby Yoda is actually mostly a puppet. Yay. And CGI is barely used. So Yay. he is actually holding the puppet. Yay. Um, when CGI is needed, they still try to make him obey the same physical laws that he would if he were a puppet. Mm-hmm. So basically what it's saying is they're trying not to make him look more realistic. They're mm-hmm. trying to make him look like he is a puppet. Mm-hmm. So that it, it doesn't matches. like... Yeah, it matches. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes... Two technicians to operate Baby Yoda during a scene. One person controls the eyes and the mouth, while the other person controls the other facial expressions, like his ears moving. And this puppet costs... Can you guess how much this puppet... The main puppet that they use. They have multiple puppets, but this main puppet that has um, controls of the eyes and ears. How much do you guess? Give me a digit value. Uh... What do you mean? Like so, like thousand, hundred, yeah, million. I was gonna say three million. It was five million. Oh my gosh! That <laughs> puppet cost five million dollars. So how much do the other ones cost? I don't know. Okay. Probably not as much. But still, <laughs> Since that's the one they quoted. My goodness. Okay, but like, is that how much it costs, like, to make it, or is that how much it? is now that's, worth. That's the value of it. Okay, so like... I'm guessing to make it, it costs $5 million. Okay, got Yes. It. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Our mother is offering us Twizzlers right now. Ashley took one. It's extra long. <laughs> okay, so uh, Deborah Chow, who directed episodes 3 and 7 actually became the first woman to direct a live-action Star Wars story. Yay! Later, Bryce Dallas Howard directed Chapter 4, Sanctuary, and Victoria Mahoney was the second unit director on Rise of Skywalker. Hmm. So, that was interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, you're going to love this. Mm. <clears throat> the two bike, bike scouts who kidnapped and punched Baby Yoda mm. in Chapter 8, Redemption... They were played by, and I, I double-checked this. Yeah. They were played by Jason Sudeikis <laughs> and Adam Pally, which I don't know if you know, know who Adam Pally is, but he's also, like, a comedian, so. I probably, I could see. Yeah, you could look him, him up and uh-huh. 
you know his face. That's so fun, though. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, are you serious? So I double-checked it. And they kind of are, like, a funny, mm-hmm. um, comedic uh, duo, I guess, um, when they do come in. So Adam Pally? Yeah. P-A-L-L-Y. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what the most, the thing I knew him from was. He's in the Mindy Project? Yeah, there was like I've a never movie. seen that. Oh, Iron Man. That's what I oh, from. Iron Man it. three. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we talked about this woman uh, last week on Mulan. Was that last week? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ming Na Wen. Mm-hmm. So she was uh, Mulan, mm-hmm. a Disney princess. Mm-hmm. She was also a Marvel superhero, mm. which I don't know. Can you look her up? Because mm-hmm. I don't know what Marvel superhero she was. Mm-hmm. And she is a Star Wars character, thus Whoa. completing a Disney hat trick. So she mm-hmm. um, plays a someone in uh, the second season, mm-hmm. and she is basically, uh, this is a spoiler, Boba Fett's sidekick mm-hmm. girl, I guess. Um, Wait, who is it again? Ming-Na Wen. Okay, so uh, Ming-Na Wen is Mulan and then Marvel. It says a Marvel superhero. Um, you're shaking your head no, but... But she's not a Marvel superhero. She's an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and she's an agent called Melinda May. Are you saying that agents aren't superheroes? Well, she's not one of the main ones. But she's like in every single episode. Okay. I think she would be a categorized as a superhero if she's in the main if she's a main character in agents of shield okay i would consider her one okay you're being rude no not to her to her relevance she's in so many things and i love her in mulan anyway she's in mandalorian and uh she has completed the a disney hat trick which is apparently a thing cool um okay so my last fun fact is just it's just fun. Is it? It's just fun. Mm. So, the first time Pedro Pascal mm-hmm. um, tried on the helmet for the Mandalorian was uh, just like the second time he came in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing to accept the role mm-hmm. or to once again just like audition. Mm-hmm. But they pretty much had him picked out from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so he put the helmet on and it actually fit perfectly. Oh, yes. Cute. Yes. So I thought that was pretty cool. Then that's all my fun facts. Okay. Fun facts. Yeesh. So now we're going to favorite episodes of season one. Um, how many do you have? One. Okay. I have two, so. What's your first one? Aren't you proud of me? I'm proud of you. <laughs> well, my first and only one is episode four. <laughs> okay, because I, I have that one too, and I assumed that would be um, yours. So, one thing that I... Well, can you explain what episode four is? Episode first? four is called Sanctuary, and it's the one where he goes to this planet. Um, I don't remember what the planet is, but there's a bunch of farmers... Um, and they're being attacked by this group of raiders, um, that comes in and, like, steals all of their harvest, and they're pretty much gonna starve. Um, and 
the Mandalorian, he meets this one girl who's also a victim from the planet Alderaan, and she, like, lost all of her people, and um, she also helps them, and it just... And that's Kara. Yeah, that's Kara Dune. And um, so, like, they're hanging out on this cool planet, and they're helping other people, and I just really like it because I thought it was a good story. Um, I enjoyed, like, Baby Yoda getting to play with all the little kids. Yes. And um, it's also cool because, like, when they first meet Kara and um, Mando, when they first meet, like, they are fighting because, like, yeah. they can't trust each other yet. Yeah. And um, it's just, and I think it's got friends. a lot. Yeah, now they're best friends. <laughs> um, they just, I think it's just a really good episode. It's got a lot of things going on. It makes mm-hmm. you cry. It makes you laugh. It makes you feel happy and all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I'm just going to say about The Mandalorian Season 1 altogether is that um, it's... I don't know. I really can't just, like, separate it episode by episode. I feel like it's more of, like, a feeling. Um, And one reason why I didn't, like, um, pick so many actors is because I feel like The Mandalorian is more about the story rather than the people that are in it, besides The Mandalorian Mm -hmm. and um, The Child. Because, like, that's, like, the main goal is finding the child's Mm home. Um, So, like, I just feel like whoever we meet it's like not that like i've said like mm-hmm. nobody really cares it's like no it's not big a deal you know if you meet someone yeah um even though we do care about them and they get us to feel for some of the characters like yeah. um the one um guy Q-L-E, or k-u-u-i-l yes <laughs> k-u-i-i-l um, yeah um that guy cool. um, sure i think he called him quill yeah, that's it. Pretty mm-hmm. sure. So yep, I, mean, I remember that now. It looks like Quill, cu- yeah. but it's Quill, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I just feel like season one was definitely... Yeah, we meet um, a lot more characters in season two that yes. I feel like will continue. Yes. If that makes sense. Season one, I just feel like, was like a big whole plot of exposition. Mm-hmm. And like... I mean, yeah, there were stories going on, but I feel like season two, it just got a lot. I mean, better. honestly, like, I see it as the chapters. Uh-huh. Like, each episode is a chapter, mm-hmm. and it definitely does feel like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yep. Uh, other than that one, I have mm-hmm. uh, chapter six, The Prisoner, mm-hmm. and that's the one that I was mm-hmm. watching when you walked in. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when the Mandalorian is part of a crew of mercenaries, mm-hmm. and they are springing a convict from a prison ship. So mm-hmm. it's like a bunch of his old people that he w- used to work with to do crimes, I don't mm-hmm. know, <laughs> to find bounty mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and they are make it, getting a convict out of prison. Yeah. Um, I really like this one because you see more of the Mandalorian's past mm-hmm. um, and his past people that he worked with. Um, and you see part of him where he is very, I feel like he's a very honest person, but he uses that honesty in a way, like you see this multiple times in the show where he will be like, I will not kill you with my bare hands or something mm-hmm. like that. Or I will not 
kill you, mm-hmm. but then he lets people die. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so it's like he's very honest, but he uses that to his advantage and mm-hmm. their disadvantage, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like this one because uh, one of the people does return in season two and kind of has more of a redemption, mm-hmm. which I really like. Um, I'm not going to say who. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, I also... Um, while I well, the reason I was actually watching that episode is because I couldn't remember if everyone, like, if all of the crew members pass, like, they die mm-hmm. at the end. I can't, I just couldn't remember. And mm-hmm. then the one guy comes back, so I'm like, maybe they didn't die, mm-hmm. like, none of them did, mm-hmm. but I know some of them did. Yeah, so anyway, I was just like fi- trying to figure out who died and who could come back in the future mm-hmm. episodes. So, yes. Those are my two favorite episodes from this season. Um, So what are your predictions from season one? So basically our predictions are going to be... uh, I mean, we can't really make predictions from season one for season two because we've already seen it. Uh But um, I said, uh, well, if anyone will return, even if we haven't seen them in season two, that's what my predictions are kind of off of. So, like, people we've met in season one but haven't seen in season two, Uh those are the people that I'm kind of, like, thinking about. They might come back. Mm -hmm. I can't think of anybody in season one. So, (laughs) the one person that I thought of was Omera, who is the mother that uh, the Mandalorian kind of sparks a little connection with. I don't think Um, she's coming back. You don't think she's going to come back? I just felt like they might do something with her eventually um because and something that i noticed with this show which i was watching the last episode with somebody mm-hmm. and i said of season two and i was like oh now the mandalorian has to go find all his old buddies mm-hmm. that he made <laughs> during the season mm-hmm. and they all got to get together and fight <laughs> and that's pretty much what happens in season at the end of season one he goes and gets all these people that he met throughout the season and you mean season two no, season one. At the on the last second to last episode, actually, he finds Kara Dune mm-hmm. and finds Quill mm-hmm. and finds uh, grief whatever Carl, Carl Weathers, Weathers. <laughs> and they get together and yeah um, yeah mm-hmm. um, also the droid yes which he was with droid. him the whole time but so he gathers all the people that he's met. Um, That's probably one of my other favorite characters, I guess, is the droid. Yeah, I do like that droid. when he sacrifices himself, Mm -hmm. I'm like, good job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So do you have any predictions from season one? No. I really think that what they are doing is, like, sort of leaving things behind. Yeah. Um. So, like, a lot of the episodes don't really... I mean, they correlate to each other. Like, it's a story. He's moving Mm -hmm. from one place to another. But I feel like they're not going to be bringing anything from season one to put into season three. Because I think season three is all going to be about Boba Fett. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's called The Book of Boba Fett. No, that's a different show. What? 
they're making a different show. Then why did they call it that at the end of the series? They they were they were talking about that show. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then I was confused. Yeah, because no. I thought that the Mandalorian story is over and now Boba Fett story no. is starting. I no. thought that's what they were saying. I don't know because I'm just gonna go to IMDb. Okay, that's just how I interpreted it. Because I was like, okay, so Mandalo got... No, it's a different... It's a whole, totally different... Okay, I just... Show. The way I read it is that, like... It's a spinoff, is what it's, yes. is what it's saying. I'm it's just called. saying that the way I read it is that Mando completed his mission. No. And then now it's Boba Fett's story time. So... Which I would have kind of enjoyed if they would have just done that. But... Because he's still a Mandalorian. Yeah. I'm so, saying Boba Fett is another Mandalorian. And so yeah. it would have been his story. And then we would have gone back to the other Mandalorians that we met in the next series or whatever. No. So, I think that would have been cool. So, wait. But I just, I'm just saying, I'm, I just misinterpreted it. It's yeah. fine that it's this way. I still don't think anybody from season one is going to be coming up. You don't? No. I think for more from season two. I think... That if anyone came back, it would be Omera mm -hmm. or um, more of the crew from the prisoner um, As that bad I just guys. talked about. The bad guys. Mm -hmm. um, because we already had one person come back, mm -hmm. so I feel like it could there could be more come back mm -hmm. coming back. Um, and then also like there were a there was not a lot, but there mm -hmm. were. When the one guy did come back, I was like, I do not remember this guy. So I'm wondering <laughs> if, like, there's other people that will come back that we just don't even don't remember, remember him meeting. Yeah. Um, be like, oh, yeah, Oh, hey, you were guy. someone. Uh, <laughs> I know your face. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's kind of what I think, but you had a totally different Well, that's just because I thought, that, <laughs> I thought that's uh, that's just how I read the end of the story. No. So, so I understand. see it the Didn't same way. Didn't look up anything. Yeah. So... I see that ending the same way as, like, Marvel movies that end and then yeah. say, like, oh, this is happening in this world. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a totally different uh, place than where the movie took place, you mm -hmm. know? So, yeah. I think that's it for this week's episode. Yeah. Um, so, please, guys, if you were listening, uh, go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review for us. Um, that really helps us to get uh, higher on the boards and stuff. I don't even know how people it works. can find us. People can better. find us easier if you leave us reviews. Um, and then also go follow us on Instagram. We are the Hoot Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to ask us a question, uh, we have a Gmail account, the Hoot Podcast at gmail dot com. You can also message us through the Instagram. Yes, you can also DM you. us on Instagram. Um, and then also please head to patreon.com slash the hoot podcast to join our owlery yeah. for $3. You can become a little hoot and for $5, you can become a hooter hoot hoot hoot. And then lastly, please share our show with a friend. We yeah. know you guys have friends. You got friends. I'm sure you do. And if you don't, we'll be your friend. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening to, to the, the hoot.